Welcome to The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Friday rolls around again, and that means it's time for The Punters, Mate, on SEN Track. It is Friday the 16th of February 2024, and that is a very big day in the life of one Samuel Highland, who isn't in the studio with me this morning. I'm sitting here all on my own. Cohen, you're sitting in another studio all on your own. <laughs> and there's a guy, I don't, I don't know where he's sitting. I don't know where he's sitting, but he's somewhere in Victoria, somewhere in Melbourne. And I speak of Sam Highland, who uh, has a very special night ahead of him. Is that right, Sammy? Chris, hi. It's, uh, it's Tay-Tay. It's all oh. about Tay-Tay, I tell you what. This is, uh, uh, like, even I'm getting caught up in the hype of all this uh, Tay-Tay carry-on. I, I, I left Brisbane last night with my good wife, Fitnickers, and uh, we flew in at, uh, we got into Melbourne at, at uh, 8.30, and I am going to tell you the Uber line was two kilometres long. It's, oh, really? I have never, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen Melbourne Airport so busy. It, there were Swifties everywhere, everywhere mm. on the plane, and the Uber line. They're pink everywhere. It's just crazy. Pink Did outfits. You get it? Oh, that was. So, uh, <laughs> look, uh, I've been instructed this morning by my wife to. I have to go down to Arge, is it? Or so, I think some shop in Glenferry Road and and get a dress for her. She's buying a pink and white dress for this show tonight, and uh, and I said, "Do you think I could go and get a get myself a pink sparkly cowboy hat? Oh, that'd be roll nice. in, roll in with a pink sparkly cowboy hat. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to be on the lookout today in uh, in Melbourne for uh, something so that will just uh, spice my, spice me up a bit tonight. So know? is fit fit Nick is a mature Swifty. Yeah, she is. Good on her. It's uh, wrong with that? Well, uh, anyway, it's uh, it's pretty funny. So, so tell me, yes, did you like, end up getting like, it? Did, did you get an Uber, or did you just get one of your family members to come pick you up? No, got 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 an Uber, and wow. uh, uh, and because I'm starved of Chinese cuisine in Bris Vegas, uh, good, <laughs> outstanding Chinese cuisine in Bris Vegas, I went straight to supper in. Uh, and uh, we had a uh, beautiful meal there at Supper Inn, and then uh, and yeah, then we made our made our way to uh, to Melbourne, and uh, we had a good time, night's sleep, and now up and about this morning. So <laughs> look, it's uh, but the, you know it, it, on every channel you turn on the tally, it's all about Swifty. Yeah, everything, uh, all these posts on Instagram and Twitter and. And uh, Facebook, the, the whole world's gone Swifty mad. So <laughs> it's hard not to get caught up in it, Chris. Hey, Sammy, I must yeah. say you're in for a bit of a show tonight because I've seen the vision of uh, the opening kind of set in uh, Japan where she just was. So, uh, mate, you're in for okay. a good one. You're in for, for a really good show. Do you know all the songs? Yeah, well, no, I don't. I know Cruel Summer and... This is how funny is this? So I took uh, I take the kids to school every day, and and Tilda's in uh, in prep, so you have to walk them up to the classroom. And Joe uh, is Georgie's dad, and jo- and you know 
chatting away to Joe, how you going, and how's the week been, rah, rah. And then Tilda just comes out of left field and goes, my dad's going to Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> and then Joe looked up and goes, really? And I, and I said, yeah, we are, we are. And then he, he goes, do you know the songs? And I said, well, I don't really. I don't know them that much, but she's, you know, my wife assures me that she's proper famous. So uh, you dance, I, I need to get up to speed. I need to get up, yeah, I, I need to get up to speed with the songs, right? Okay. And then, this is, Tilda breaks into Cruel Summer. So Tilda just starts singing it. She's oh, in prep. It. And I'm going, you, you know it. So it was unbelievable. Very funny. Very funny. Well, while you've been away, Good enjoying gear. yourself and getting Uber, Ubers from the airport, eating Chinese <laughs> and whatever else, <laughs> cruising around Malvern, uh, I can tell you, it's been bucketing down in Brisbane, so you'll be wrapped. When you get home, your grass would have probably grown about an inch. Uh, but we've had over so, 200 so, so, mils. So, you know what I did yesterday? Uh, I, Don't I tell me you mowed it before the, you left. Uh, so I mowed the lawn two days ago, and then yesterday, on the advice of my father-in-law, who uh, the in-laws are in town to obviously look after the billy lids uh, for the weekend, and... I went and got a bag of urea. So I put the urea on yesterday. Oh, even better. So, and now I've got 177, mil, 177 <laughs> mils of rain. How good. <laughs> Your grass will be as high but as the house not only if you don't get home you, soon. Not only, not only do we tip you winners on the putters, mate, but we give you advice on lawns. Exactly. And, who, and what punter out there doesn't love their lawn? Everybody. <laughs> Everyone loves a good lawn, and uh, we need to get a sponsor, a lawn sponsor, don't we, really? We need to get one of those companies. I'll leave you uh, to do that, Sammy. Uh, now, but, um, yeah, so plenty of rain, over 200 mils since midnight uh, last night or midnight this morning, if you ever want to look, on, look at that. But, yeah, plenty of rain. So we'll have to see what happens at uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow. Uh, the reading was a heavy this morning. It didn't even list a number next to the heavy, which tells you it's pretty wet. So we'll have to see what happens tomorrow morning when we wake up. We are going to chat to Tony Golan a little later on, but um, probably not a lot we can ask Tony because he doesn't know uh, what the track's going to be like himself other than very, very wet. Now, last Saturday at uh, Doombin, Jimmy Orman, who's just absolutely romping the premiership in, rode another four winners, including the very smart Fukubana, who made it uh, two wins from four starts. And uh, a filly that's going places is Fukubana. So we need to follow her. I would not be the least surprised if she turned up in Sydney uh, sometime soon because Matt Dunn does take a lot of his horses to Sydney. So look out for Fukubana, maybe even in a highway. Uh, on the harness Jimmy, racing front, sorry, Jimmy, Sammy. Jimmy's riding in, in such great form. And, and you know, I, I think the fact that he had that, uh, you know, he had a few rides in, in the Melbourne Carnival uh, throughout the spring, obviously Antino and uh, and others, and just a couple of trips away. And then obviously he went over and, and had that... Good success with Michael Costa. Yes. And do you know what? It, it's just just in a short amount. I mean, he's an outstanding jockey. But just in the last six months and with those couple of those trips riding down south and, as you say, over in Dubai, 
you know, he's gone to another level again, I think. And, yep. and um, yeah, I, I think he is just, he's absolutely flying and his confidence is through the roof. And that means it's worth so much to you as a jockey. Yeah. When you go to the races and your confidence is, uh, is through the roof, those runs and breaks in races, they just seem to happen, Chris, you know, and it, and it, it makes such a difference. Yeah, confidence is one of those. It's it's great to have in any sport, whether you're playing it or whatever you're doing. But confidence is huge, and maybe not even uh, not only in sports, but confidence is everything. And Jimmy's got plenty of that, and he's doing a really good job. Uh, Leap to fame was back in winning form last week, winning the Cranbourne Cup, the Group Two Cranbourne Cup. Sat three wide, did a good job, won by nine and a half metres, and now heads towards the one million dollar Garrard's Miracle Mile at Menangle. Uh, and for the Greyhound followers, uh, Val Policella uh, was successful winning the Zoom Top at the Meadows last Saturday night. $75,000 race there. So led throughout to Tony Zamet's dog there, Val Policella, who goes really, really well. Really, really well, should I say. So there you go. There's some uh, some info from last week. Now, news this week, Sammy. The, uh, I don't know if you'll be too happy about this. Generally, you're not too happy about these sort of uh Decisions, but the Group Two Q22 during the winter carnivals will run at uh, Eagle Farm. Well, now the winner of that race will gain a free ticket into the Caulfield Cup. And you just go back and think who won that race last year without a fight, romped it in, uh, and we know what it did in the Caulfield Cup and the Melbourne Cup. So a free ticket. You got any comments? Uh, well, I'll just I don't know. Do we do we jump a little bit? quickly onto these sort of things thinking that you know every every uh q22 winner is then going to start being a, a caulfield cup horse well you know? but anyway it's it's uh it, it's you know it's a good good thing for queensland racing that's for sure and, and in recent uh, because, i can tell you, know, you we we need to see we need to see more horses coming up uh from down south for those good races and uh uh, you know that that I, I tell you what these our our staying races. There's no doubt uh, these top class staying races that that we have in Melbourne. Um, they're they're thin on the ground nowadays. You know, Chris, that you wind yep. the clock back fifteen twenty years ago. Um, you, you know, you wouldn't see it as as even as what it is now. So I think uh, definitely it brings uh, a race like this that the Q Q twenty two. Um, into play uh, for the Caulfield Cup because it's just it's it, I would say it's very even now with staying races. Well, I can tell you the Q twenty two winners, just a couple of other winners over the last few years, uh, without a fight, of course, incentivise and Zaki. Uh, there's only been I think there's only been three runnings of the Q twenty two. It's a it's a re- was the old PJ O'Shea, of course, but Zaki incentivise and without a fight. So so far. Uh, any of those runners go to a Caulfield Cup, they perform well. And we did see Incentivise win the Caulfield Cup. Uh, and without a fight, of course, winning both Cups. So there you go. There's some news there. Uh, tri- un- tri- start again. Trials. Uncommon James trialled in really good order this week at Dooman. Uh, he looked pretty good. And he heads off to the Galaxy. The Group 1 Galaxy will be his single aim this autumn. And then he'll come back, have a bit of a breather and head towards the uh, the big races during the Queensland Winter Carnival. So he looks as though he's right on track. And speaking of on track, Sammy, these two-year-olds of Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Botts, they just get better and better every week. Uh, we saw Fully Lit come out and win the um, a big race last week, the Inglis Millennium at Ramwick. And we saw Storm Boy and Straight Charge trial this week. Did you happen to see either of those trials? 
I did, I saw yeah I did see the Storm Boy trial and I, and I saw him before actually going out onto the track and saw some footage on social media and and uh, I said I said to uh, I was telling my father-in-law that this horse had sold for such huge money and him being not a racing person but uh, uh, he has just got into a horse with Andrew Bobbin down here in Victoria and uh, I said you know it, it can happen to anyone Ian it can happen yeah. to anyone look at look at what's happened to store boys owners they have hit the jackpot and you know it's it's a um, yeah it's well it's we know that Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Vot, Gay Waterhouse can just get these horses and get them up and about, and and she just gets them so fit. It's week in, week out when you see one of their horses get tackled under pressure, and they just find another gear, don't they? I love it. I love watching how tough Me their too. horses are. I love it. A fully lit, sat three wide in that Millennium all the way, and then just put them to the sword in the straight and. Gee, these two-year-olds, they've just got so many of them. They've got Shangri-La Express going around in the first at Randwick tomorrow. Takes on Switzerland. But as I say, Stormboy looked really good and Straight Charge looked really good also. So the next five weeks leading up to the slip is going to be some really exciting two-year-old racing. Can't wait for that. Now let's talk, Sam, and this is something that we agree on. And it was back in the news again this week, and this is the uh, the selling of, of Rose Hill. I can't see any way in the world this will happen. But Garbage. think think about think about the, the the expense that you know they've gone through just even putting it on the table and all the carry on. But fair play to uh, Chris Waller and and uh, yeah. Gay Waterhouse because. Um, uh, and Brent O'Brien's wrote a good article on, on the straight, which is uh, really interesting to... Um, it uh, is. He, he doesn't pull uh, any punches. Really interesting like article. That. Nah, good on him. Good on yes. him. And, and do you know what? Um, but but good on Gay Waterhouse and, and Chris Waller because they stood up and, and said, you know, you guys have got this wrong, completely wrong. And they called them out. And, and, and so they should be. You know, um, if something like this was to go ahead... Um, you don't. You, you never get it back. You never get anything like the history, um, the facilities. That it's. It's just. It is just too much to lose, Chris. You know, and and um, I think it's. Uh, yeah, it 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 might um, all look good and tick lots of boxes um, financially, yeah. and but it's it 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 is worth too much to the industry. Just yep. like, just like Sandown is, you know, and oh, it's, yeah. it's, um, it, it, it really is, um, it's, it's even, even that there's been some really interesting articles and interesting points being brought up and, and good to see that Colin Little was uh, very outspoken during the week about, um, what's happened with, uh, with the, uh, what's happening with the sale of Sandown and then obviously, um, the, the changes to Caulfield and it's, yeah, I, th I think it's a, it's a real concern when when stuff like this has been put on the table, but it's but we need big industry players like they've had in Sydney there step up and and call them out on it because uh, it's not the right way to go. No way. Well, fortunately for Rose Hill, um, fortunately for us and people that think similarly to us, the members need to vote positively for this and that's probably not going to happen so that's one good thing because if the members didn't have a say you can bet your life this would just be sold from from underneath them and now i was reading an article on racenet um it's written by peter lawrence who i have seen on uh, on social media a few times 
Um, he's a highly respected professional punter, owner, racing enthusiast. I think he was a bookie at one stage. And he, he does write some really good stuff. And he's written a whole a whole piece on it. But a couple of interesting facts here. Um, uh, talk about sales of other race courses, etc. Those opposing the sale remind us that the harness industry, which was very, very healthy, was future-proof 15 years ago with the sale of Harold Park. Today, virtually zero public attend pacing headquarters at Menangle. An extraordinary tragedy. So that's mm. gone downhill with the sale of Harold Park. Similarly, and we know this too well, or only too well, the sales of Victoria Park and Cheltenham were to future-proof, this word again, future-proof, South Australian racing. Sadly, the disposals herald a sinking of the Festival States racing. And where did the money go? Where's the money all gone? Yep. That's so it. It's, don't it's. And, and and the other thing that sticks in my mind is why would we be selling Rose Hill and then looking to build another ho- another uh, course at Horsley Park or somewhere? Why? Where are they going to get land and how much is that going to cost? Exactly. exactly. When you've got something and, already, and it's just ridiculous. It's there is nothing positive to to come from it. There is nothing positive unless you it was. Uh, well, no, there's just nothing positive to come from it. It's and, for the bean and, counters. Uh, I, it's for uh, the bean counters only. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, and and we need those those big industry players to to stand up and and say absolutely not for this. Yeah, which they've done, which is fantastic. So as you say, well done to Chris Waller, well done to Gay Waterhouse, and I can't see this getting through, and I'm be so happy if it doesn't. Uh, as I mentioned, today's guest on the show will be Tony Gollum. We'll be chatting to him in just a moment. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you, Sammy, they're not racing tonight at the sunny coast. I drove past there this morning and it was hammering down. So no surprise <laughs> to see that meeting was abandoned. Uh, Eagle Farm, hopefully tomorrow. Toowoomba in the twilight zone. Um, Aquas Park will race on the poly, no doubt about that. Home Hill's already been called off uh, due to the state of the track. And Roma, I'm sure, will be okay out west so they're the meetings for Saturday. Sunday, we go to the Sunshine Coast for only a six-racer, and that's going to be a very heavy track again, so there'll be a lot of scratchings there on Sunday. It's there. Now, Sam, as mentioned, our first guest today and our only guest today is, uh, is Tony Gollan. And we spoke to Tony this morning. Now, a lot of rain overnight at Eagle Farm, a lot of rain overnight in Brisbane, uh, I know this. Uh, we are live on air now in, this, in the afternoon, but uh, and I'd say a lot more rain will have fallen from when we spoke to Tony this morning uh, up until now. But as it stands, we spoke to Tony this morning and just tried to find out uh, if he give us any idea of what he thinks might happen tomorrow. Tony, uh, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Uh, <laughs> how wet is it out there at Eagle Farm? I, I can only imagine. It's, it's very wet. Good if you're a duck. Yeah. It started raining in the middle of the night last night, very, very heavy, and sort of hasn't really let off. It's been just on and off the whole time. So about 170 mil up till now and still raining. It's still raining pretty heavily? Yeah, still solid enough now. All right. So pretty, um, go on, Sammy. Pretty difficult con- conditions uh, just in training horses in those uh, when it's raining like that, isn't it, Tony? You know, I mean, it's obviously uncomfortable for horses, uncomfortable for staff and everybody involved because uh, it doesn't matter where you go. Uh, as we know, when it rains in Queensland, it buckets down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it was a really tough morning this morning for the staff. They did a, did a great job, horses and people. 
got them all worked between the track and the and the treadmill. Everything got worked, and yeah, it was a really trying, really trying morning for them. But they they did, they do a great job. The young boys and girls that come here every day, they did a terrific job this morning. And is it the situation where there's any flooding down there at the stables? Yeah, a little bit. We've had a couple of boxes that are, that are pretty wet, uh, where the water runs the runs the wrong way. Someone tried to design bits and pieces here that thought water water run uphill, but it certainly doesn't. It goes down. There's a few little areas there that are of concern. It but, always has. Uh, once, once we get that sorted, I think it'll make things a bit smoother. Now, we uh, we can ask you about some of your runners tomorrow, but at this stage, I'm sure you haven't got any idea of uh, whether they'll run or not, most of them. But um, I want to ask you about a couple of other horses, first of all. Uh, from the trials on Tuesday, Golden Boom uh, won heat number two, and he won it in his inimitable style, the, the fashion that we know he's capable of. Now, he was uh, very disappointing to the eye or on face value last start. Were there any issues post-race with him? He really suffered the heat pretty bad yep. up there at Sunshine Coast that day. He wasn't on his own. Quite a few horses did. Um, so I'd be pretty... I'd be, I'd be forgiving of a bit of that form at that Sunshine Coast meeting. It was, I wasn't up there. I was in New Zealand. But all reports were that it was a very, very hot, humid day. Um, probably one of the worst days that a lot of people had put in at the races. So I'd be pretty forgiving of him and, and several others on, on the card, you know, that, that had to travel there in that hot weather and race. And... Not all horses handle it the same, and he certainly didn't appear to. It was very lethargic. Yeah, it was uh, it was high thirties pretty much, and the humidity was through the roof. It was absolutely oppressive that day. So, okay, that's fine. I mean, it looks as though he's bounced back with that trial win on uh, on Tuesday. And Antino, uh, he finished out of the placings in, in heat number three. Yeah, it was, it was a bit plain to be honest. His, his work's been terrific, and he looks really well. Uh, whether he just sort of had a bit of a slip coming out the gates and, and just didn't trial up to his usual. He's not not usually a, a fantastic trialer, um, but I've got a bit of bit of work to do with him at this point in time. But I wasn't thrilled with his trial, but also wasn't you know, jumping off the gateway about it either. So there's um, there's improvement to come with him for sure. Now Hidden Wealth went around in heat number nine, and Hidden Wealth is down, of course, to run tomorrow at uh, at Eagle Farm. Uh, hasn't seen a wet track, but gee, I know he's been off the scene for some time. Hidden Wealth, uh, I love both his trials. Yeah. Have been, no. uh, yeah, with plenty, plenty in the tank, and the times have been good. What has been the issue with him? Oh, he's had a myriad of different little bone issues. His horse, just different things here and there. Um, you know, front legs, hind legs, bit, bit everything really. So he went from you know being pretty smooth sailing sort of horse to, to nothing going right over you know more than twelve month period. So good to have him back. He's been in work for quite a long time. Um, in different different aspects of work. So he was due to trial the week before at the Sunshine Coast and got balloted out. That's why we had to trial him and possibly look to race him this weekend. Um, a really heavy track might throw a spanner in the works there, but he's certainly in good shape. Yeah, well, he hasn't seen a wet track at all as yet, so um, who knows whether he will go around tomorrow. Just you've got a couple of others in that opening race. And look, as I said, um, any information you can give us is great, but we understand if you can't give us much at all, Island Magic and Instagood. Well, she loves the wet, all the magic. You know, the, the wetter the better for her. It's no concern for her. Instagood, I'm, I'm unsure of on that sort of ground, um, to be honest. But I, I love her at Eagle Farm at a thousand. So, you know, one thing good, one thing bad <laughs> for her. <laughs> Hidden wealth, he's by better than ready. So, look, I'd imagine he'd get through some sort of ground, but just whether I want to run him first up on a, on a real heavy track. But let's let the rest of the day sort of sort itself out here and hopefully the sun pops up tomorrow morning, a nice warm day, and uh, tracks starts to dry out. We are at Eagle Farm, not Durman, of course, if we're at Durman tomorrow, well, we wouldn't be racing. So at no. least at Eagle Farm, we've got a glint of hope.
Um, uh, yeah, race just... two, t- race two, Don't... Tony. Uh, ain't he grand? Bailey Wheeler on board. This horse is effective on the wet. Yep, heavy track winner, Sammy. Dropped him back in trip. I, I think 2200 is about as far as he go. I think actually he likes the 800 and 2000 a little bit better, particularly I, I think the way I train him as well. So um, he's, I think he's going the right sort of race. He's good on wet ground. He's, he'd be loomed to win the other day. He's had the big weight pull against the other horse. We get the claim this time with Bailey. I think we're getting better at the weight. So I think he's, he's very well placed. Now in race four, you've got a strong hand here with Black on Beauty and Blue Spinel. Blue Spinel... It's a horse I really like now, this mare. She's absolutely flying. Black on Beauty just knocked up uh, late first up. Uh, they both seem to get through slow ground. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on those two? Yeah, she Black on Beauty, the ground won't bother her. She did knock up poorly first up. She had a lot of pressure in the race, and she, she got found out Eagle Farm 1,200 fresh up with other fillies in the 1,000. Um, so I think Black on Beauty is fair to say you'll see a big improvement from her. You did last prep as well. Uh, the other filly, she won super. Fresh up. She was really, really good. Five track form's quite okay. Um, don't know if I really want it heavy for her, but she's in such good shape. She'd possibly go around no matter what. Uh, we've got uh, race five. You've got Pink Thunder. Gee, CJ Graham, she's riding in great form, isn't she? Doing, uh, doing a super job. Oh, she's a great kid. She's riding really well. She's even giving you know, some a bad ride, and they're still winning. Just how good she's going at the moment. You see that a lot with apprentices. Well, she is. She can stuck deep on some, and just with that claim and just the confidence, yeah, you know, she's got on horses at the moment. They're still getting up and getting the job done. So she's going um, terrific. You see it a lot with kids when they're going on that bit of a bit of a ride when they're, they're losing their claim. They're just riding winners on everything. She's in that ilk at the moment. Um, she's going to have to give this a bit of a ride off the wide draw. So we'll just see what how this race sort of pans out with scratchings, etc. With this wet with this wet weather, but. There's no reason she wouldn't get through the ground, but the barrier, I don't love. No. You've got uh, Mullane going around. One of the uh, more interesting runners of the day, Mullane resumes in race number six. Now, we know he's got his share of ability. It's been a long time between drinks since he's won. He didn't fire last prep, but he returns a gelding here, and I did like his latest trial. And, look, he hasn't seen heavy, but he's raced well and won on soft ground. Yeah, he's a nice horse. Soft wouldn't wouldn't bother me. Uh, heavy might a little bit, but he's the right horse this time of year. He'd like to hope at his best. He's better than this than this grade. He's um he's a really nice horse. He's had the ultimate gear change the gelding off, and he's just a totally different horse for it. He, he's super. He's a really nice horse to deal with. He, he was as a stallion as it was, but he got really stalliony when he came back off that three year old break. When he turned four, he, he really knew he was a, he was a boy. So um, I think you'll see a whole different Malone now. Uh, race number eight, you've got number eight, Castilian from the one gate, and then Petersham. Yeah, um, well, Petersham certainly, she's been running on wet tracks basically for us since she's got up here. Um, what worries me about her, she doesn't step out the barriers too good. There was a real lack of speed in this race. I'd love to see a step better. She's dropped down in weight, and that'll help her. But the big the big track's also a huge plus for her. Castilian, he, he certainly loves wet ground, this horse. Um, low draw, got good Sydney form. Only had him a couple of weeks, so very fit when I got him. Um, back from a mile, I think it was a mile at Roundwood. Back to seven furlong here, low draw. Seems to be what I can judge of him. He's got a real short, sharp sprint, so that one alley's perfect to bottle him up in behind them and have one shot at them. So I think they're two really good chances in that race. I think it's a race that doesn't have a whole lot of chances in it, to be fair. And you rounded out with Aussie Nugget in race nine, and I've got to say, Tony, I've actually given up on Aussie Nugget. That might be the key. Yeah, we're just 
I think everyone's just about giving up on poor old Nug. He loves the, he loves the wet ground. This will suit him. Um, I had a bit of a mix-up going into that last run. I was going to run him. I was crashing from a wide draw and took him to the Sunshine Coast. And he really raced, you know, really flat and doughy up there. And yet again, that real hot day. And I don't blame him. I mean, I think he's born in France or Ireland or somewhere. Um, you know, raced all in Victoria and then got stuck at 40 degrees at Sunshine Coast and raced a bit flat. Well, I don't blame him. I'd be a bit flat myself. So I'll judge you more on tomorrow's effort than the previous one. But it wouldn't surprise me to see him bounce back. It was only three starts ago where he, oh, I thought he won the photo and he got beat run second. So he's found his right race, but he's not one you want to have your last on. No. Now, just before I let you go, sorry, sorry you go, oh. Sammy. Well, I was just going to get in before you close that off. Uh, I was just going to say, Tony, you know, the country is all about Tay-Tay this weekend. Have you got a favourite Tay-Tay song? <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know if I do, actually. I don't really have a favourite Tay-Tay song. Sammy's, no, I don't. Sorry, Sammy. Sammy's in Melbourne. He's going to the concert tonight, Tony. Oh, you're in Melbourne. we got pink up here, mate. We're real pink. We're all pink at the moment. Tay-Tay's <laughs> next week. Jeez. I think I'm going to do my right thing, actually. Pink's older than Tay-Tay. So she might be yeah, yesterday. She's around my vintage. <laughs> <laughs> How good. How good. Oh, dear. All right, well, we'll let you go. Tony, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. I know it's under trying circumstances and uh, not ideal, so we really do appreciate it. Yeah, and no, I haven't been, haven't been as useful as what I could be, I think, today, guys. But I thought we had a really strong team heading into yes. tomorrow's meeting. I had a really, really good team. Best Saturday team I've had for probably a month or so. Um, so I've been looking forward to this meeting and obviously someone decided to drop 170 mil down just to really confuse oh. us all. So it makes life a bit trickier. But who knows? I mean, they'll be, uh, if they do race, there'll be nine races and nine winners. They're, uh, they didn't even forecast it. I mean, they forecast about 15 mils if we were lucky. So they had no idea this was coming. I think they got the same guy in, I think they got the same guy in to do this week's forecast and said we'd have that long, hot, dry summer. I think it's the same bloke who got called back off the bench. So. I, I was saying to someone, him again. it's rained at my place. It's rained every day at least once for the last nearly two months. Every day. Yeah, no, I think all the other forecasters have gone on holidays and they got that same bloke back from last September in. I think you're right. What we've got. <laughs> He's, hope- He's worse than tipsters. Worse. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I say today. I can't be any worse than him. That's all I know. <laughs> Tony, good luck tomorrow. Whatever happens, and we'll chat to you soon. All right, guys. Cheers, Tony. Bye. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Tony Golan joining us there, Tony, and we appreciate... Sorry, Sammy, and we appreciate that because, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot to say. We don't know what to expect uh, tomorrow, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens when we wake up tomorrow morning, won't we? And isn't that the difference, you know? it's uh, it, you, you could even tell Tony was a bit flat in his voice yep. when we first got him on this morning and spoke to him. And, you know, he's at the stables and it is dead set bucketing down. Yep. And, you know, it, as he as he just alluded to, you know, he's going into this weekend. A lot of hard work goes into to obviously preparing horses and you go into Saturday thinking, gee, I've got some, some super chances on Saturday. And then you get 107 mils of rain and you just go, well, now I've got no idea what's going to happen, you know? No, and it, and it's, it can just dead set turn everything on its head. And you, and you, could, you could detect that in his voice uh, going into tomorrow, you know? And it, it's just... Um, but the joys of uh, of being a horse trainer—that's it—and and, you know that there'll be you know there'll be horses that don't handle wet ground that you think are going to run well, and then you've you've obviously got to um, convey that to the owners, and you know that there'll be disappointment all round with horses that just won't go in the ground. I hate wet tracks, Sammy. I absolutely hate them. They just bring out the worst. <laughs> Can't 
nothing runs to form. Uh, I hate them, so uh, I'm not looking forward to this meeting tomorrow now. But And I, when I did the form on Wednesday, um, <laughs> I thought, oh, we'll probably have a good track at Seagull Farm and get a shower or two. And I tipped quite a few of Tony's on top. I thought he is going to have a good day, and that's why I got him on the show this morning. But uh, maybe not the case now. And he still might have a good day, and I hope he does. We better go for a break, and when we come back from the break, it's sausage time. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. All right, Sammy, it's that time of the week where we find out what horses... And, oh, I've got a real update, a really good update for Sausage of the Week this week. So let's just play the intro. Oh, yeah. All right, now, before I get get one from you, I mentioned Taranaki last week as a a possible sausage. Well, a definite sausage, because he keeps getting beaten at short odds. Well, I can tell you, yesterday, he went around at the Ipswich meeting, and I checked in a a short time before the actual race started. He was $1.33. I think he might have gone off a little bit shorter than that. (laughs) He ran fourth. (laughs) (laughs) He ran fourth. They even put a new jock on him. He is the biggest. I, I may introduce a sausage of the year. And if there is such a, a uh, competition, well, he is miles. He's lengths in front. You got one? Sausage. Big sausage. Yep. Billy's bro. Never oh. again for Billy. And I, if this is a horse that I've won money off, I've been a big fan of in the past. I can't have him. I can't have him anymore. Billy's bro. You, you hurt me too much. And also, there's Your another stable. sausage. The taxi driver... It, the, the ch- no, it's Billy Healy's now. Okay. It's at Billy Healy's. Yes. And uh, the taxi driver last night in Chinatown, when we came out to to, uh, to go home after supper in, which was outstanding, <laughs> he wound up and said, where are you going? Yeah. He said, where are you going? And I said, Malvin. And then he said, righto. And I rolled my eyes. He drove off. He drove off. Yeah, I don't think you're even allowed to ask that, are you? you? You're not allowed to ask where you're going before before you get in the cab, are you? Sure. So he didn't want he didn't want to go to Malvern. Well, he, he did, but then it was because of my reaction, the fact that I rolled my eyes, like as if, mate, you're not supposed to ask where I'm going. Oh. You, you're supposed to just pick us up and take us. You know what I mean? So <laughs> so he said. Where are you going? And I'm like, a bit cheeky. But anyway, we're going to Malvern, right? So I just, and then he goes, righto. So he's happy with that. So I rolled my eyes, took off, took off. He didn't like your demeanour. Unbelievable. I, I could tell so you who happened? wasn't happy. Nickers wasn't happy. I was going to say, are you really cop a blast well, we waited for bit. <laughs> we, waited, we waited about 13 minutes for an Uber. Oh. And that whole 13, I've been there and done that, and that whole 13 minutes you just cop it. <laughs> if you're not copying it, you're getting silence. Getting grilled. 
<laughs> I was no, I was dead set getting grilled. She's going, why do you have to be like that? I said, well, he's out of order. He's not supposed That's to. He's, right. not, he's not supposed to go. Oh, I'll ha- I'll have a think about whether I'm yeah. going to take you or not. If if the fare's far enough, that that's you're a taxi not driver, mate. You take whatever fare, I mean, but they don't. On. They don't. Complete yeah. sausage. Same, Complete same sausage. in some of the Ubers too. They do that as well. They do it. They all do it. They're all res- they're all responsible. Now I've got, I one, I got another got one your, for you. I thought you would have got your chopper semi. <laughs> it was out of action. <laughs> Someone else was using that. Tay Tay was using it, Cohen. <laughs> you found me. Fair enough. <laughs> now I've got another one for you. What it's about, a Godolphin What horse. about her plane? How good's her plane? Oh, I know. That's what you need, a plane. You don't have to worry about anything. Then you can fly around whenever you want. Barber. 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 Uh, this horse has been uh, a bit yeah. of a He's funny a one over time. And he went around first up at Randwick last week. I thought he had a good chance. He box-seated behind the leaders and then just went backwards in the straight. Uh, in the stewards report, the jockey reported that uh, he's probably better for the run and will improve with that run under his belt. Well, that's just great. He can have that other run under his belt with someone else supporting him because I have jumped right off Barber. So Barber goes. Taranaki doubled up again. And we've got um, Billy's bro in there as well. And the uh, taxi driver from the supper in last night. Fair enough. <laughs> you win some, you lose Fair more. Enough. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Sammy, I doubt that there's a much uh, sunshine on the Gold Coast as we speak to uh, Gibbo this afternoon. It's pretty much the same as everywhere else in southeast Queensland. Am I right, Gibbo? Oh, it is not a holiday paradise today. No, hasn't summer been? Be I'll no, put it. <laughs> I'll say it's been crap, hasn't it, summer? It's been so strange, Chris. We've had some screaming hot days. We've had a stack of rain, and not much in between. <laughs> it's either no. really hot or boring. It has been ridiculous. A couple of hundred mils. It's just, um, yeah, it, it's bad at the moment. Well, I um, I bought a rain gauge well, for it's, outside. It's, it's good. Oh. It's. I was going to say, I bought a rain gauge for outside and it's one of those digital ones. So it sits up on the fence and then I get the reading in my office because I'm a complete nerd. And it's only been in for about three or four months and I had to change the batteries. And when when you change the batteries, you lose all your um, rainfall totals, (laughs) which is just ridiculous. But anyway, that's another story. But I had to change the batteries last night and in that three or four months, we'd had 750 mils of rain. Wow. It's broken it. It's too much rain. Yeah, well, so that wasn't. It's it's good. It's good if you're a duck. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Tay Tay. Yeah, it's Tay Tay's number one fan club. It's 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 good if you're a duck or or you're a swimmer because uh, yeah. I saw a little post of uh, of Gibbo um, yeah. posting about his swimming. Well done, uh, swimming for the charity there. That was outstanding Definitely. work, Gibbo. Was that Mrs. Gibbo that, that wanted you to do that with your top off? Like, he's, I'll tell you what, he, was, uh, he had the chest out and he, he showed plenty of skin. <laughs> Sammy, I tell you what, I can only show from about the chest up. It's, uh, there's, no way, there's no way Mrs. Gibbs asking for the shirt to come off these days. I was going to say, I was going to say, that was us, Sammy. He'd be definitely put the bloody shirt back on, for God's sake. Don't ever take it off. Yeah, but night, he says, you're coming to bed, yeah, and then they just hear the lights flick off. (laughs) Or you hear the sound of sleep snoring. (laughs) 
<laughs> he said to me the other day, with a body like that, mate, I'd be wearing a tracksuit. <laughs> anyway, look, let's be honest, you did a terrific job. I think you swam 10Ks, is that right? Yeah, it was for the Starlight Starlight Kids uh, in hospital. Um, they just get visited by the little the Starlight superheroes and that go and brighten up their days. And um, So even just the money I've raised, I said I'd do 10Ks for the month swimming and I think that'll get them 40 or 50 kids visited by the uh, people to put a little pep in their step and make their time in hospital a little bit better for them. So, for yeah. a very good cause. Um, so, we said 10. I'm up to about 11, but I'll just keep going for the rest of the month. So, it's, um, yeah, good cause. Tell you what, just, it's good to set yourself a challenge, um, you know, whether yes. it's walking, running, swimming, anything. Just whatever whatever you can do. And if it's for someone else, it's... Uh, Disperge on that a little bit more when you don't want to get out of bed and do it. If it's yourself, you won't do it. But if it's... For a greater cause, just makes it that little bit easier and, uh, yeah, recommend it to everyone. Yeah, very commendable effort, Kivo. And um, swimming's very good for you too. There's a lot of benefits out of you can get from swimming. Yeah, well, I think the video Sammy might have seen this morning, I just got out of the pool and hopped into the car. I'm still breathing pretty heavy now I look back at it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost reminded me that... I just strangely sort of that thought of that George Costanza, Costanza line then. I, I was in the pool, but I'm not going to go anywhere with that. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone change the yeah. subject, please? Okay, let's get some more things. Yeah, go let's for it. Let's get what some winners. Let's get some winners. Yeah, I agree. Look, I obviously we're on the poly, so the rain will not matter us. Um, I think we can be patient and wait till late in the day, um, sad day. I think race six, number one, blue race. Showed some ability last prep. Um, I liked the run first up. Just held up very, very late. Not not enough to cost it the race, but I thought it was a, a good run. This is easier. So I think race six, number one, Blue Ray can probably be winning. Um, and the last race is pretty competitive, race seven. Um, but I like number nine, Freeland. Um, one on debut. Oh, sorry, it was really good on debut, but then... Um, last start, they had a break come back and just a heavy, heavy track at Mwollumbar, the run was still commendable um, just might have got weighed down that day on the heavy track, I think back to the poly they can lead if they want to or they can just take a sit there's, there's enough speed, I think they might just want to box seat here and, and get a nice run, but I think it's a horse that you know, one of those nice on speed horses that could win two or three races this prep and and just progress through the grades. So I think it's well-placed here. Race 7, number 9, Freeland. I think they're sort of the two at the Gold Coast we can follow very late in the day. Okay, so race 7, number 9, Freeland. Race 6, number 1, Blue Ray. Anything for anywhere else? Oh, look, Eagle Farm. Not knowing? A great, a great drying track. Um, I reckon we'll still be right, but just exactly where we end up on it is a little query. Um just want to mention race seven. Oh, it's been a long time since I've said, oh, it's a really good three-year-old race in Queensland. We just we just haven't had the stock this year. But this three-year-old race, the mile race, you got Jungle Prince, which was huge on debut. It looks like a very nice horse. I think it was about a $300,000 yearling. Captain Fenkel um, just keeps winning and, and looks very good. Sharp Dazzler was a huge winner midweek. And Jealous wasn't far off Captain Fenkel last start. So I think there's four sort of decent three-year-olds there. Um, Happy to be with Jungle Prince, but um, 
yeah, follow that race because if they start avoiding each other the next sort of month, I'd say all of them can, can be winning soon. All right, we've got to fly, Gibbo, because we've gone too long. We've only got a couple of minutes left. So thanks for your time. Have a great weekend. We'll chat to you next week. You too. Have fun, Sammy. Oh, he will. And yes, Gibbo. Now, some tips from... Um, at, sorry, at South Tips, South Australian Horse Racing Tips, at South underscore Tips on Twitter. Morfordville tomorrow, race three, number five, Ballon d'Or to win. Race six, number two, Never Surrender the win. Race seven, number two, Tap In for par each way. Race eight, number one, El Salto each way. And race nine, number six, San Lucido each way. Sammy, your best bets for tomorrow. Eagle Farm, race one, number one, Hidden Wealth. Uh, this one's at a price. Race six, number two, Rejoiced. Talia Fenland, gee, she's riding well. I think this horse third up can be winning, uh, and it's a bit of value. And then race nine, number three, Indian Dreamer with Jasper Franklin on board. Yeah, I think we can get a bit of value tomorrow, and we can get the money. All right, I'm going to go with, and look, I don't know what the track's going to be like, but I'm going to go with race eight, number 14, Lady Ladar each way. And I'm going to go with race nine, number 11, Hell of a Deal each way. Uh, a couple around the place. Uh, Switzerland, I think, will win race one at Randwick. The Clash with it and Shangri-La Express. Rand, uh, Redstone Well, Randwick race nine, number seven. And I think the good thing of the day might be down where you are, Sammy. I think because we'll get a good track at Flemington tomorrow, King Colorado, dare I say, race seven, number two. Yeah. Is, he's he one look, of yours, isn't he? He looks at... Yeah, he looks a nice horse, uh, this preparation. I think he'll be hard to beat for sure. Yeah, he might be the one to, uh, to launch into tomorrow, <laughs> King Colorado, of course. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, Sammy, you have a great time at Taylor Swift tonight. Don't overdo it. Have a bit of a sing-along now. Get into practice. I'm going to go put my pink jocks on, and I'm <laughs> going to get into it tonight, I tell you. You little guilty. Are you wearing them outside your pants or inside? <laughs> yeah, I might do. I might if you wear do. them outside your pants with that pink sparkly hat on, I hate to think where you'll end up. <laughs> Lucky. That's where I'm yes. going to end up. Lucky. Yes. Well, I hope you do. Have a great uh, have a great night, Sammy. To everyone out there, thanks for listening. Many winners. We'll catch you next week on The Punters, mate.